Hello. Hello. Welcome to the Recommendation Game, my film of the week podcast where we take turns to pick a movie the other person hasn't seen. We watch it separately and meet to discuss it. You're listening to Dublin Digital Radio. I am Ricardo Deacon. I am Orla McInnes. And today we're joined by the loveliest of them all, Alex. Oh, oh hi everyone. And the legendary. Yeah, the legendary, yes. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not playing favorites today. <laughs> right, uh, so this week's film was chosen by Orla. It was. Uh, and Alex, you had seen this movie before as well. Yes, uh, yes. Okay, so I, I, I was the only one that came at it with fresh eyes then. Indeed. It is, oh, surprise, surprise, a movie from the tweens. Fuck you. Have you not enjoyed most of them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. With the exception to Shh. all the boys Shh. I loved before. Shh. Don't look at the past. It's <laughs> 2019, we only look forwards. Okay, so it's a Beast from 2017. The synopsis is, In a small island community, a troubled young woman falls for a mysterious outsider who empowers her to escape her oppressive family. When he comes under suspicions for a series of murders, she defends him at all costs. Mm. Ton, That's ton, the movie. <coughs> Sounds like fucking murder she wrote. <laughs> <laughs> Jersey edition. Uh, Beast was directed by Michael Pierce, produced by Christian Brody, Lauren Dark, and Ivana McKinnon. Written by Michael Pierce, starring Jesse Buckley, Johnny Flynn, and Geraldine James. Cinematography by Benjamin Crasson, and edited by Maya Mafioli. <coughs> so uh, the, the film was chosen <laughs> by Orla. Um, <coughs> that it was uh, why did you pick this uh, mysteries in 2017 in a pl- windy place that <laughs> looks like slightly like Tony Go and I think the, there's well, a kind of like thread first from of all picks. not not entirely Jersey's an odd little place to be fair but we'll get to that um, <clears throat> uh, no um, I watched this a while ago um, and uh, I actually like I w- 10 years ago or uh, keep going with that seriously um <laughs> We'll see what happens. Um, <laughs> no, I watched this a while ago, uh, and I, I watched it. I I streamed it to my eternal shame, um, considering how beautiful this film is to look at. But anyways, um, I had a really good stream of it though, so it was it was worth it. But um, yeah, I I watched it. And I really really liked it, and it popped into my head um, uh, more than a week ago or so because I was watching. Um, have either of you seen Lovesick? Um, no. Formerly known as Scrotal Recall. <laughs> And then, sure. and then it got Netflix money, and they changed the name to Lovesick. But um, oh yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, Netflix, yeah, but yeah. I haven't watched it. Okay. It's uh, it's actually really good. Like it's a uh, three season, I think. But it, there's only like six or eight episodes or something a season. But um, Johnny Flynn is the main character, and the whole premise of it is that he's um, he has to well, he discovers that he has chlamydia and has to go back through all his exes to tell them. And but it's you know it's all about love really in the end. So um. I find it, I find it like really, really interesting to watch basically in the same week, like that, that show, which is so like, it's British as well. Like it's, it's quite, it's really nicely made. One of the characters, one of the girls from um, uh, Misfits is in it. Like it's, it's really like the cast is really good. It's really well written. But um, it's interesting to watch uh, <laughs> that show and then watch this movie because it, it, because in that film, like in that show, 
he's you know he's the quintessential kind of romantic loser and then you contrast with that with what he's doing here and I find it so interesting because I remember whenever I watched this the first time and I was like I know this guy from something and I was like oh my god that's not the same guy because it's it's really distinct and I think he does a lot of theater as well so he, I think he, he's definitely a really really good actor um but I think like for character and performance wise like this film like it's all mall like 100% like um what what's her name uh, Jesse Buckley. Yeah, um, she did Wild Rose. Yeah, uh, she's Irish, um, but she's a musician as well. Like I think her mother might have been an, a musician as well. But um, uh, yeah, like she seems to be a kind of a rising star. Like she's from Kerry, uh, and she's in Wild Rose that um, my parents actually saw, and they were saying that it's, it's really, really good. Like she's fantastic. I think Mark Kermode fucking loved it as well. Like really, but um, yeah, like she's supposed to be fantastic in that, and like I think in, in this, and I haven't seen her in anything else, but taboo. It's, my, I, I know her from Taboo, so when I saw this that's one... That's the other thing I was like, she's in. I want to see her. I never well, watched again. that. That's the Tom Hardy thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, they have quite a nice chemistry in there. Jeez, she's quite an interesting character in there as well. Like, Chris, kind of interesting woman oh, of the time, sad. which is like this... Is it 19th century or even earlier? I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah like yeah. I think it's... Uh, like what the India company, the... Yeah. What's it called? Trading ah. company in yeah. the East India. East India Trading yeah. Company, yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm not sure what that that's actually said, but yeah, she's I've never seen anything her in anything else except this. At the time and, of stove hat. Um <laughs> Why is the rum gone? Um yeah, no, I'm I was I'm sold on her in this. Like I will watch her like her face cuz like Look, this character, like, it there it requires an awful lot from her. Like obviously she's the main character, but at the same time like she's having to carry an awful lot because as much as I like this film she's slightly burdened by certain parts of it um but at the same time like even in the best parts of this she has to be like threatened but then she has to be strong like defiant but at the same time like it's also a quite a like erotic film as well like it's a very there's a lot of like like a lot of symbolism a lot of metaphor like it's it's just oh it's it's beautiful to look at but um yeah like there are a few like really big big acting scenes in this and i think she really carries them um like there's definitely from the opening credits i think a really strong mood that permeates in this film um like it's properly creepy as well which i like like the just the location the the kind of like weird sort of like fairy like an off kilter fairy tale kind of atmosphere like you feel that she's being threatened at every point by like from even like the opening scene which oh god that scene really creeps me like of her birthday whenever she's talking to um is it clifford the um the police officer and he's pinning the thing on her and it's like it feels like something slightly more threatening than just he likes her it's you know what's the the line that i used when he was doing that straight away i was just like Big perv, big perv. <laughs> wee, wee, wee. Yeah, and it's well, from, different signs. Like really. the way, the way he walks over, like it's oh god, like you really you feel the the threat all the time, like because like she's kind of sh- like she's surrounded by like like sharks almost like of like from her mother from her like horrible sister <laughs> like that's her sister is so like she's barely in it and she give like oh god she's screamed oh so much shade. Woman. Uh, and then, like, you know, all the men that she kind of comes into contact with, like, you know, the guy that she's dancing with, you know, to Pascal, whatever, or even, like, the cop as well. Like, she's just, you know, and then, but 
she's surrounded by these things but the thing that's obviously haunting her the most is like her own level of darkness that she's trying to like shove down is being told encouraged forced to shove down by various people in her life mostly her mother and like this weird weird community that she lives in so like whenever this kind of like hero comes along to like take her away from it you understand that like no matter what he's offering which is not a whole lot really she's gonna take it because it's as much about her escaping from this like of not knowing who she is and wanting to like and having no way of dealing with it whatsoever um i think pascal is interesting like he's he's clearly clearly dangerous from the fucking first moment you're like yeah okay like grant she doesn't need everyone else being like this guy's fucking dangerous um what i like about their their first encounter is he has a a level of like charm and a protective nature about him that you understand why despite her being very headstrong that she goes with it that why you get kind of a little bit seduced by him anyways i think as well like they're kind of it's like feral almost like they're a weird attraction but they have they have so much chemistry that it works i think that i think it's like if it didn't it would if you wouldn't believe why she would go along with it despite the many many alarm bells going off um i love the use of like landscape in this like just the because it's such an interesting place but what's interesting about it like because at the guy i think he's either from jersey or he knows jersey really well he wanted to make a movie about jersey and like the beast of jersey and there's all this like mythology and like various things um but uh it's the kind of the contrast between a very rugged landscape and a very kind of like prim suburban community and the contrast between that and he uses it very well i think um I, I love the houses in that because it's all it feels very 70s everything it's a weirdly like out of time movie as well uh even his house as well like it, it's excellent like um yeah i just i think it, it's it, it just it's a really interesting experience of a film like it gets into here and you're like oh it's really unsettling and i actually um the second time i watched it i watched it with headphones on which was like I there were things I did not pick up on the first time because it's there's real like heaviness to the sound as well. Um, yeah, I think the cinematography is 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 really like I mean he kind of starts off a bit Terence Malicky I think, but there's just so much of the like earth and grit and yeah, the, I think feral is a very good word. Um, but uh, I like it, there are problems. Um, this film suffers from being just a little bit too long. Uh, as in the very very ending is yeah it I mean we'll get to that I'll see what you think about it but um yeah that that's one point where I'm just like you should have ended just five minutes earlier but uh you know I I, I just I think it's a really interesting film and uh, I was curious so Alex uh, what did you think of the movie and uh, tell us about your your first viewing experience of watching cinema, it actually yes uh, uh, it was probably diff last year yeah and actually it was like me and a few guys from work looking at some movies to see and probably jesse buckley was one of the reasons it caught my eye yeah. actually because i knew her and because as you know often at the festivals there's like I, you don't know anyone but the story sounds good or sometimes you know someone so that was one of the reasons i think at the time my impression was kind of more just atmospheric so mm-hmm. similar to yours just very intense and of course it's like Cineworld is like biggest screen yeah. ever and sound. Uh, yeah, so all pretty like an intense experience. And funnily enough, the 
did you say his name is Johnny Flynn? Yeah. Um, that uh, I enjoyed watching him numerous times in Cineworld ads throughout the year, where he's just trying to push you to buy the card. Is um, he in the Cineworld? <laughs> yeah, he's like the guy sitting in their, uh, oh, you know, so audience, and it's like amazing, you know, all the experiences you can have. And every oh, time I would see so him, I'd say odd. beast. Um, oh God, <laughs> that's creepy. Ooh. Yeah, it was a strange one. Of course, he's totally like being totally normal in there. Yeah, he seems lovely. Like, he's but, a musician, and because yeah. I I found his Twitter because I was trying to link to him, I was like, oh, he's a lovely guy. And uh, now that I thought about it more, actually, since I was tr- trying to make maybe more sense of it, it actually came out to me as like, it's really interesting, and it has like for me like several different forms. Mm. So one of them, it's it's like a f- amalgam of fairy tales mm. and it's um in the age of like disney princesses mm. and all of this like disney's versions of all these classic fairy tales many of them originally were much more dark mm. and like even like m- like the evil godmother would be actual mother because she'll be often like close still rather young woman and her daughter will be like like maybe 16 and she's like 35 and there will be a rivalry mm. on those things and generally, the murder and death, like there was a lot of more of this um, in the original stories that were like adopted <laughs> later for like uh, for the children. Yeah. And so for me, this kind of goes to the origins, but also, of course, it's set in modern times. And of course, the obvious one is uh, the beauty and the beast, mm. but only kind of works itself backwards, I would say, because he's kind of a prince for her means and purposes, and he becomes. More, be- more and more bestial as she kind of starts to realize it later on. Mm. But there's also for me a bit of a Cinderella because mom is uh, like like a evil st- evil stepmom. Yeah, but actual mom. But the real mom. But yeah. as since the original probably was mom. Um, the of course you have the evil sister. You have the dad who is like almost not present mm. because he's uh, so unwell. And there is even um, the I would say Red Riding Hood. Because she meets mm. a wolf in the yeah. forest. And then, well, she gets the wolf. <laughs> you were cheering at the end, weren't you? <laughs> well, it's, 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 it's dualist. Because at the same time, it's also a drama. You, if you don't even know any fairy tales. Oh, actually, it's another thing I forgot to say for the Beauty and the Beast. Uh, the yellow dress she wears at yeah. the first oh, scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. All her clothes, though. like And the policeman like... is yeah. quite a Gaston. Mm. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> and then he tries to get the beast as well yeah so yeah. in that way it's like it all fits yeah. together um the, but and the other time and in the other hand you can say yeah it's a drama it's like thriller horror drama and about maybe you can say two outsiders two weirdos that kind of well they can only get along with each other mm. and on the other hand other even weirdos because it seems like um, uh, like they're maybe just a product of the environment and all the people around them, they are the only ones who can actually feel anything mm. because they feel really intensely. They are still like, like almost like stick figures, like her family. Yeah. It's like they are like the scene in the, in the country club. Oh, you hear, like some point Ricardo said, just want to burn the whole thing down. And like, you do want to do it because they're the, black jeans. <laughs> like her, the way her sister laughs. Oh, the sister is so perfect. It's, it's yeah, like, she's, she's the true evil oh, sister so of any fairy tale. Yeah, like you on a modern time, you cannot come up with anything yeah. worse than that. Like upstaging your your birthday, and then like oh, it's just it's the way she yeah. does that. It's it's perfect. It's 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 in a way yeah. It's and of course yeah, the character like uh, loving Jesse Buckley in this, loving how they 
clearly, as you can see, this guy is like this pretty boy, but they scruffed him up just enough so he oh, looks yeah. dirty. But then this time he's still the pretty boy and he, he has just needs a wash. Charm. Yeah. yeah, he needs a wash <laughs> and he's all. like looks like kind of patchy all over, but he's still like he's too pretty to yeah to destroy it that way. So um yeah, all together and the yeah, the scenery and the place and this island. I the first time actually I watched it, I didn't know so much mm-hmm. what Jersey was. So I was like, is it in America? Like, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make sense. It's the J- Jersey Shore. <laughs> I'm confused. I want to see that movie. <laughs> I was like, it doesn't seem like it's an island, even though obviously she is Irish and she has an accent and everything. But like now it all fits together. Yeah. And... Jersey's a weird place. Oh, it's a weird place. Yeah. It's, I think it's perfectly playing yeah. a role in this yeah. movie. That's a... Uh... Well, the, what's the other Jersey movie that came out? The Potato Peel. Yeah, <laughs> I tried oh, yeah. to work that into like the Guernsey, oh, the social, I think. The Guernsey so the other Potato one. Pie. Yeah, the, the other, or no, uh, or, yeah, Channel no, it's Island. not. It's yeah. not Jersey. Yeah. Ricardo. Yeah, uh, the the thing with the the fairy tale aspect of it, I straight away got it. But strangely enough, and I think that uh, it was um, part of it why I felt straight away in good hands mm. is that as soon as pascal appears is obviously like the the movie is called beast but i didn't know anything about the movie before oh, coming in. i didn't even good. see the the trailer or whatever so i didn't know it would be like fairy tale kind of thing but with the connotation of the word beast mm. and also the way that they made him look mm. even uh, maybe even the casting his the face of his silhouette he looks exactly like the beast in Jean Cocteau's uh, Beauty and the Beast. Oh. Like the the hairy, like he has the same hmm. kind of... I'd wonder though, because he's clearly thrown himself, like it's such a strong theme in this that it wouldn't yeah. surprise me, to be honest. No, as in <laughs> like... that even like in the, the hair and makeup department, yeah. clearly like the way that they made his hair. It's very stuff specific. Is trying to, to call back to it. That any movie that calls back to Jean Cocteau, it makes me feel like kind of <laughs> okay. Like I remember going with Alex to see Orphe in IFI, yeah, and I like I forgot how good fucking Jean Cocteau <laughs> is. Like he's only made like a couple of movies, but all of them are like kind of magical, surreal mm. kind of things. And I think this movie tries to do the same thing, but in. Uh, more literal, low budget kind of. Yeah, sense that it's it, not surreal. It's yeah, but like uh, narratively surreal yeah. in a way that uh, if that works, it, like it reminded me of Buñuel a bit as well. Like in the sense mm. of like the the idea of like social structures and yeah. how they interact, and then you have like the outsider. So everything mm. is, is that thing uh, about like confirmation bias, but also of. Uh, how um, confirmation bias. but also how like uh, things like the holocaust ha- could happen because if you're within that society everything within that society feels normal mm. so for the people in that country club it feels completely normal to like yeah. make up a fuss about somebody wearing black jeans yeah and trying to like be okay and i'm so sad for that little girl the the oh, niece God, yeah jesus but uh, like the 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 thing is that the, the like uh, the the movie really hit me in many ways that I really enjoyed. Mm. Again, I have a number of issues with yeah, it. That's fine. That's um, yeah, because I I don't think it's it's there are issues, but it's it's still I think it's 
I did come out with an overall good impression of the movie and mm. I enjoyed watching it. I think it's part of the problem sometimes when the pro- most of the problems of the movie come in the third act mm. that leaves you with a sour taste in your mouth. That it, like We've discussed it before that sometimes you go and you watch a movie that is not perhaps brilliant mm. but has a brilliant ending. So before we're watching it the next time, you think... It, the movie is actually better than it is because it made you feel so good when the movie ended. Mm. And this for until like today when I was like really thinking about it, I was kind of frustrated with the movie thinking it's like that I didn't like it and then going beat mm. by beat. I think that I truly can't give this movie a bad review considering that the movie is really just like central. Uh, sorry can't give the movie a bad review consider that all of it is basically focused on jesse buckley's performance yeah and her performance is so great and also the writing of her character oh God, she's so, so great. great and i think that the the moment that the movie just went up a notch to another level for me is when she goes to the store to confront the girl that she oh stabbed oh my god that scene and fuck me like that should not work because yeah. I was, I remember thinking that when I was watching it, and I was like, "This is the kind of thing that shouldn't work." And he, but the gear, the other gear is yeah. so great as well. It's because it's like the first time also that you see another human being because she yeah. reacts like a human being yeah. would. She was traumatized so, by it as well because yeah. you wonder maybe it was like some weird episode and been forgotten. Yeah, and also it's kind oh. of like this weird moment that it makes you realize that the character that you've been following is really fucked up as well yeah but not only as in like this only this moment is that like the director surrounds her with all these like weird characters yeah so you think that she's she's the normal but you're already attached to her now so then you feel kind of like oh no Yeah, but you realize that even what you didn't like no red flags went up Mm. because she's surrounded by this much weirdness yeah that like you you go oh okay everything was a red flag and i just <laughs> let it pass because the, the rest was like uh alex and uh like made a comment while we were watching it that it was like a very good point i felt that uh the mother is very much like patricia clark's character in uh sharp, sharp objects, objects oh, which is like a yes. that we keep mentioning yes as of like and also like the idea of the small town and mm. stuff like that and cops and uh yeah that's zero killers that's yeah actually that's brilliant uh, i do think oh, that, God, I, love that show. I do think that patricia clarkson that uh does a better job i give it that character a in her life she does yeah well, she does have more time yeah yeah, yeah. this one is it's more it's, a cliche almost like yeah, yeah. horrible mother like, it's, she's yeah. very much like carrie's mom it, like yes, Carrie from yes. uh, like Carrie the CC oh like, sorry yeah. I was like what like in Sex and the City no. um. <laughs> <laughs> I love that that's your default um. uh, but yeah like I, I like that uh, like, but I did like her performance I just feel that like one moment of because she's trying to do the best but it's the like the actresses well like or... no, the, the character okay but like her version of the best is terrible I but do like. Time, I think the performance is quite good, though. I, yeah. I think because her switch between like, okay, let's all be friends again. It's like so it's, you can like, see almost cold. like she's a sociopath oh, or something. God, yeah. in those moments. And the sister is amazing. Like I think yeah. that she she's fuck terrifying. It's like, so good. I think that she has to be exercised or something. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> like but, yeah. 
but it could help i i think oh, that, that the, encounter like whenever they go with the like when they get to the, the country club and they just have that little moment yeah they look nothing like each other though so kind of like almost like Jesse Buckley was just inserted in that family at some point artificially implanted by aliens well like I I was thinking that maybe she was the stepdaughter they don't like when you're yeah yeah, but like as in the maybe hinted at because of the father that even the mother is like look after your father yeah it's very much put upon her but I I don't know if that's like maybe, but yeah. also because it's like you're 27. Well, like I'm saying that it might be yeah. like just no, like a little. In, yeah, that's an interesting. Aside that yeah. it, it could be like it could have been like a backstory that they just decided on and didn't tell anybody. Kind yeah. of thing that sometimes happens in movies. I think the the the, the biggest two problems with the movie is. But keep talking about what you like. Well, like yeah, <laughs> like well, like the cinematography is great. I think the performances in general, with the exception of the cop. Is great. Yeah, I d- actually like both cops. Was, the yeah. woman cop as well. Oh like, I didn't yeah, really actually like that her. was the other thing I thought was a bit. Bogus. She was very student filmy yeah. kind of like I'm gonna be the badass. It cop. started off fine and then it was like oh because when she grabs her over the fucking yeah, table. Yeah, because like they get away with the power cut I think, but I yeah she's a witch. If you go all the by the yeah, all the fairy tale know, logic, but it's, she is the witch. Of this but movie, it, yeah, it, I, it, it felt a little because it, it, it just didn't quite work. But um, um, but the the the, the guy with the pudgy face, what's his name again? Yeah, because the I was thinking this the second time I was watching it because I, I don't think I really thought about him too much. But in the second one, you really fucking notice it because like whenever he first gets into the car with her, yeah, to like you know ask her a few casual questions or whatever, I was like, this is a bit student film all of a sudden. Yeah. And it's it's his performance because she's so good. But his performance mm. is so good when she goes to oh, the town yeah, that, yeah. Like, that he's, when he's drinking. Mad, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that like he's playing down too much the goofiness of the character. Yeah. That like it, it, because it just doesn't become real because you can't believe that he's the the main like the cop not the main cop of the town but the, he was put in charge of the investigation yeah, of a fucking serial four, killer yeah. four gears have gone missing on like you know what's the population of jersey yeah. like yeah but i think that the the whole part of the serial killer thing was a bit not really well handled even like as a case it, it would yeah. go in and, like, it didn't you... need to i think that like even because there wasn't enough setup of it and this yeah. is like an hour and 40 minutes long like there was enough time to give this more backstory or, or just more just flesh flesh it out a little bit um i think having four gears was too much as well i felt like there wasn't enough you know like i, I like the idea of like being like two that they're too buttoned up to like properly panning about the idea that people are being murdered but at the same time like four gears have gone missing and, and only time, only it, now you're over four years it's like, there's no like curfew there's no like yeah and only now you're bringing in a fucking cop from the mainland yeah. you know it's yeah and uh, also, like uh, I, when like they're having the, the what I will call the Alfred moment, when they're having Tangerine. their, <laughs> yeah, the, when they're having like you've seen the Dark Knight Rises, yeah, Alex, yeah, but remember, I can't point. recall it because the, why would you? The, but like at the end when the like, the Alfred is like in Venice or whatever, and he bumps oh, into yeah. Bruce Wayne and. Uh, <laughs> And Catwoman <laughs> in the cafe, like in the moment where they're like, "Oh, let's run away!" They, it, it shot exactly like that scene, and it was just like, yeah, laughing. But like, I, I think, do love that scene, though. I think that the 
side oh, note. Oh, here we go. Uh, <laughs> my brother's friend Kevin Branagh, uh, he wrote uh, uh, like a series of essays. Like he got mm-hmm. published as a book there. Cool. And he had an interview in the in the Guardian about the, the book, and uh, the the interviewer asked him, "Was like, why did you write this? <laughs> <laughs> but why though?" Like he said, uh, it's like one of the reasons was that I wanted to find out why I was so pretentious. <laughs> and the, the <laughs> and the, uh, the 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 interviewer goes like, "Oh, so d- they just discover it." And Kevin laughs and says, "Oh, I I believe that the book should retain some of its ambiguity, and I think that this is what the movie." needed yeah. as well yeah but not in that's the sense why of... I, I love that scene before she kills him where they just leave because it's at that point you're like you kind of you, you you can still hold on to a kind of a notion that maybe he didn't actually do it yeah and you know and that he's going along with what because she is now the monster and how like of what she's done who she is you know what i mean it's like that's mm, oh no we have no to... i think that she should have killed him but it would have been ambiguous if he was the killer yeah yeah because then it would be that she crosses that line on her self-belief and also like that is also her needing to like match the urges that it's like because the thesis of the movie at the end that he even spells it out that he says we are both the same yeah god that annoyed me uh, I think that you could do that with with her doing the same thing that he supposedly did without getting confirmation yeah the maybe that his his reaction to it is so perfect like before you know he kind of like confirms it just before that his reaction to it that's just just bland enough that you don't quite know if he's saying yes or not like just like just holding that and then like whatever happens next then she kills him but it's not you still don't know oh that's right i didn't think of it yeah the first time i watched it i remember thinking at some points is that was it her yeah or maybe it's the policeman (laughs) so it's in in the end yeah and and there's yeah there's you cannot you can think that maybe he's trying to fit into her perception if it makes you feel better okay it was me but yeah it's also like the whole time you don't know well if he's a psychopath Mm. how can he really maintain this balance how come he, for so many years, didn't touch anyone? Uh, it's a small place again. Yeah, so it's he's not a, a very good bit, criminal. <laughs> and I think, it's not very clear. Yeah, uh, yeah, that he's like the the suspect. Well, that's it. Like, because the whole way, like you're watching it, you're going, he can't be just based off of how bad well, he is at this. And also, it has to be said that it's really fucked up that the only foreign person that they put in the movie is a pedophile. Like, even though, like, he's not the guy that killed him. Yeah. He went he was, on the day with 16. Uh, yeah. So, like, it's like saying that the these, like, National Front cunts, like, the, are, like, abusing him racially yeah. were right. Because really, yeah, that was, like, yeah, he that was, was going bit, after... I didn't the, really like... I like how they handled it at the start where he comes over and he's like, it's this guy. And you're like, no, it's not. Of course <laughs> then, not. Yeah. But then later, it's like, oh, but he... You know, what so I mean? like they it's had like, a reason uh, to suspect him, and they had a reason yeah. to, like, because uh, they could have left that with just he was covered, she was covered in his DNA or whatever. Like that's fine. There we go, loads of evidence. 
easily planted, but whatever. You know, like that's rather than having to plant the, oh yeah, but he went on a date with her. It's like, what? but even like have him as the red herring anyway. It's, yeah. It should have been just some randomers, like, oh, it was some farmer down the road. Yeah. But like, beside that, there was one thing that just jumped out of my No, maybe, you're right. Like, definitely. Um, but the other thing, like I did like how like they planted the the fact that he doesn't drive with the seatbelt on. So yeah. like, so I think that there was another missed opportunity that like obviously by killing him by choking him, it suggests that she killed him. Mm. Like when they find his body, like no matter how cool she is in the end shot or whatever, mm-hmm. that like I think that it would have been like much better if she like stabbed him with like a piece of like a shard of glass from the windscreen. Or something that she so could have... So then she could have got away with it. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's like she becomes him, I think, at yeah. that point. Well, she's the yeah. beast it's now. It's full circle now and then. Yeah, yeah, but like she's still the beast. If Like slashing the throat, may, like it would be the yeah, same as choking. Yeah, but they make such a point of pointing out that they oh, all like died the choker by kind of thing, strangling. Yeah. yeah, but the idea like, like, fuck, that whole thing where she gets into the into the ground and she puts... Oh, the... that was so fucked up. Oh, God, it's Yeah, that so... was a dark scene. But Jesus. it was kind of... In a way, it shows her moral transformation because yeah. she was working so hard to, to like uh, protect him. Yeah. And now she understands that probably was all wrong. Yeah. And so she needs to kind of go through all her circles of hell to, to accept what needs to be done. After the like montage of them being so happy and everything as well, it's like, yeah, but that scene in the bar, like whenever she's like she's too drunk and yeah, it's like oh the monster's coming out, the monster's. Awake. And then, like, he grabs her by the neck. It's yeah. so fucked yeah. up. Yeah, like, mm. like... But even then, like, whenever she puts on... She puts on the white dress as well. Like, it's so... And, like, scrubs herself clean, puts on the white dress. And he comes and he's like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. I've never... You know, I was so drunk. You know, all the stress, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, God, run away. Like, I, I, it's a weird thing. It's one of those things that you... Like, uh, watching the movie, and it's like, I just wish that it was just about the characters and like take all this detective shit because also yeah, because it... of the budget of the movie is that even like having it into school they go we need the space but there's not a single person in the in the school there yeah so it's kind of like obviously you couldn't get the permission to shoot in the police station so yeah. you shot it in the school and hmm. um, it's the same way like everything when it came to the police is like it felt writing, budget. Yeah. yeah. Also that it's like writing uh, like that. He really knows Jersey. Yeah. And he his character. He doesn't really know what, how the police yeah, works. That's not how police work. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, he, it literally yeah. feels like. The, she's the, like, you know, you're under caution. And yeah, like the whole thing was like that. that I don't think any of that's standard. At the same time, it's like, I don't think that it needed. Like, I think if it was one murder. Mm. And it was just like uh, I the agree with that. Over yeah. his head. The serial thing. I, I I don't know. I don't know if he became too attached because there was an actual serial. Well, it wasn't a murder. It was like a serial rapist um, called the Beast of Jersey. Um, Maybe in, like, the, the 90s, like the title of the movie came in the nineties or something. I think. Hmm. Uh, I don't think. I don't think he actually killed anybody. But that's kind of like the sort of the myth of that is sort of what this is based off of. And if he became too enamored with that idea, but I think that maybe just having one murder is enough, really. Yeah, and also it's like the one time that Pascal goes over the line because yeah. it's also like, what are these other stories that checked out? Yeah. It's like, like if it's a loner type guy that goes and poaches fucking <laughs> hairs every day, 
how many like even if he wasn't the killer yeah th- that be, like just the the chance that he has had three alibis <laughs> yeah he that's lives it. in the middle of nowhere <laughs> and he's <laughs> alone <laughs> and it's only a chance encounter with her so yeah it was yeah. like how is it checked out why like yeah. for, for half the film i thought that it would come out uh, th- that it was like a thread that pe- that would be like girls that he would just date at the time that the murders happened yeah. as an alibi kind of thing so they would vouch for him mm. but because he do stuff like do illegal stuff with them like drugs or whatever that you become they, an accomplice yeah yeah so they they don't and also it's like yeah like i i just thought that again it's kind of it didn't need like yeah. fucking zodiac in the no, background it like, didn't it really didn't yeah I i think that's true and it's funny because uh, the the mother is in a girl with a dragon tattoo as well, like, um, and in the... forty five years as well. Oh my god, she is! Oh, that's mad! Oh god, forty five years is so good. That's interesting. She's she's really good though, um, but yeah, just not given quite enough to do here, I think. But yeah, still, like, she does it well. Yeah, like because uh, the the sister is equally like too deep but she's so it's too per- uh, yeah. yeah yeah like it's just it's... such a perfect bitch yeah you go in and you go like yeah the, the, i've met those people you know yeah, like, yeah um, exactly and it's the way she interacts with her as well like the coldness of it of like the idea of like maul being kind of like shut off from everything as well that like she has these two siblings that she's in no way close to because yeah like she's the weird homeschooled child like i think that the idea of like her being taught by her um her mother is actually quite interesting because it's like okay yeah yeah um because like because of why she is so like why she has no friends why she's been you know that you think about like why she's been shut in this house with her mother why she's under her mother's thumb it's like it suddenly all become it it all makes sense then of like why her needing to escape because she's literally been under this woman since like what they were 14 when ages and she stabbed your one 12 I 12 think. yeah and as somebody that was like severely severely bullied when i was mm. in school like uh, i i I do think that that thought of stabbing somebody with the scissors crossed my mind as well. Yeah. So like, uh, like, and I think that it, like Wait, anybody, <laughs> well, like, but I, I think that anybody that was bullied would have yeah. those thoughts because it's like it's it, revenge, not self defense. I think that's an interesting line. Yeah, like uh, at, at the end, but at the same time, I thought that it was interesting that uh, I didn't know if she was saying it to get a reaction out of Pascal or if it was the actual truth. Yeah, but With, also, what do you mean by revenge per se? Because of course, in this case, self defense. Oh, the other girl is not coming with, with, her, with at her with scissors. Yeah, no, but like, so it's not self defense per se because it's not no the same what, thing against yeah. the same thing. Yeah, but like I think that in uh, in this, it's suggested that she just went and stabbed her. Yeah. As in the like, oh, I got bullied today, so in you the like, face yeah, as well. That you became like you premeditated going like, oh, mm. I'm gonna stab her tomorrow, and Which then she came yeah, with the sword. That's obviously a very different kind of thing. thing. When it comes to 12, I mean, everything I learned about psychology, mm. things are way more complicated and you're less, much less in control of these things. Mm. That's why I find it really strange, the whole idea that this is defining her life. Is well, she yeah. sick? Was it just an episode? Mm. And that's never clarified. But at the same time, it's like... I, they me, haven't, it seems like they haven't dealt with it, though. Like, that. she has violent dreams, but yeah. it's like she's been living under this the whole life, so she, nobody really let her get away from it. Mm. Maybe she 
could have gotten better. It's 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 unclear because twelve is doesn't. It's a bit too early to say that you're yeah. a crazy murderer. Yeah. And also at the same time, it's like it's a small town. So like mm. even if she like continue her life as normal in school, like and nothing happened again. She'd be like 40 yeah, she, years old and be, people would be like, yeah. she's the one yeah. that she stabbed somebody in the, the face. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, the place like, at least the island. Yeah. yeah, like if you're living in, well, the population of Jersey is something like 30,000 people. Like everybody yeah. knows each other. It's like, uh, she's doing the tour bus or whatever. The, like, uh, well, like uh, it's a, I guess it's the tour bus because it's for people from outside. So they yeah. don't care who she is. So they don't know who she is. Yeah, yeah that's uh, I think that it was a, a, a quite good choice for yeah. uh, it's a actually because it's acting kind of thing yeah. as well. And uh, I, I like how it, it keeps going back to her. And every time it goes back to her in the bus, you're like, she's going to lose it this time. She's, <laughs> uh, the, the pot is about to boil. It's like one of those. Like, Take your bets now, folks. Uh, does anybody have any closing ideas, thoughts? visions Alex murderous thoughts um <laughs> well yeah I mean I was trying to think also about the ending I don't know how I feel about it mm. on the one hand yes it does make sense that it's kind of expected to wrap up like that but like you said we don't really know in the end who killed who mm. and also like for me kind of both their stories in terms of their psychological states don't completely check out because I kind of expected there would be more something more to her life since she was 12 and just that stabbing and there doesn't seem to be anything else yeah just isolation by her at the hands of her mother which kind of probably drove her more deep into herself and uh, didn't do anything good and for him as well is he supposed to be a psychopath and he just acting very well mm. but why did he try to stick with her just for the alibi also kind of seems stretched if that yeah. was the case so i think thinking of these things it makes things really muddled so i guess all you can say is just focus on the fact that uh yeah you can just focus on jesse buckley and this whole <laughs> yeah. animalistic relationship that they had because clearly it's like that's love that is not based on any logic or like even mm. they have in common apart from possibly mental illness uh, yeah. There is nothing else that they don't talk there a is. whole lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't <laughs> yeah. seem like it, and you don't know how much it could really go on. Yeah, because it's based on like like very basic things. Yeah, yeah like Instincts. you can't imagine yeah. them like twenty years. Uh, but they, like, but they're yeah. beasts. Yeah, they 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 beasts just yeah. made. Well, like in fairness, he do. keeps a very tidy house for he like a, a bachelor. Considering like, he uh, basically lives in his car as well. and just hunts <laughs> animals most of the time. Yeah. Okay. What well, about um, yourself, Orla? Any final thoughts? Uh, no, I'm glad that you liked it, though. I, I, I knew that, like, because there are, there are flaws, but I'm glad that you kind of saw in it that what I kind of saw. And, like, yeah, it, it's... That's what we often hit upon, that it's, like, first-time director, no money. Yeah, I know. But I think this is an interesting one, though, because, in a way, it almost would have been better if they'd just taken something away and put the money towards the other things. Yeah. yeah rather mm -hmm. than just give them more money, you know? Maybe, um, like, just... <laughs> take it away like give them a couple more toast or something in catering like it didn't need any any other scenes or whatever if yeah because like the money they would have taken to do this bit yeah because if you're doing like especially when the bodies disappeared you have to do a fucking gone girl bit mm. you, like in the small town you have to have like 
the the shot with the hundred people going yeah. over the fields yeah. with the lights in the dark that's whatever. All I, actually yeah. all i was thinking was gone girl as well but i like that it's i really like how this is shot though i really do no like, no it's, it's amazing yeah but like, if you're gonna... because it doesn't even like because this is obviously um this is made after gone girl isn't it but it doesn't oh, yeah. it evokes isn't, isn't everything it kind <laughs> of evokes it but at the same time like visually it's 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 much more it's not like trying to be fincher you know what yeah. i mean it's like it's a different type of thriller he's really throwing himself into the uh the fairy taleness of it which i really liked yeah like but, uh, again um, i i did like yeah. especially when it starts with like jean cocteau reference <laughs> in a face <laughs> in a face i'll show you cool. a picture later on so you can link as well so you, you know what i mean all right uh, cool yeah uh, um, favorite things yes. uh so in clockwork order be alex <laughs> um well i guess again it's it's jesse buckley and it's i i really like when they weave uh, a different kind of framework like in this case a fairy tale into something completely different uh i, I kind of like the way it works and then the fact that i picked up on signals more later on it could be just me like the ideas like oh the yellow dress like she has no, a yellow dress and the ball I, I, no i don't i don't think so i think it's like it this feels accidental? purposeful it yeah feels, yeah and i, I think it's kind of cool because they don't often do, often when they do these things like this they're often very obvious and this is mm. not as obvious but at the same time it's like appropriately dark mm. and like if it was for real you don't wanna you don't wanna see that yeah and I should just remind, we were talking about, just remembered how he was saying, you're on my land. <laughs> and that's exactly what the beast kind of, he talks, gets the father. You, you kind of, you, you have invaded my oh. property in the forest or whatever that is. Like, you're that's on my land. That's so interesting. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, that is. It, yeah. I, I think I really like. That's when you like him as a character that like yeah. you would say that yeah. kind of thing. Like you're in my, in my lair. Yeah, right from, I know. He's so, also like, that I'm the nobleman. Like, yeah. He's just like fucking. Like you can imagine him in another movie, just like cracking nuts in the yeah. nut, like the the <laughs> shells, <laughs> just like wrecking. Um, <laughs> I just want him to have like a big leg of chicken or something, yeah. or like a turkey. Yeah, <laughs> it's like if you think of them as beasts in an animalistic world mm. they uh, they owned the land and all these like fancy people and clubs uh, they just like they couldn't they couldn't survive there yeah. yeah so i think yeah i like this type of touches and all this duality and that you don't know really what happened and you don't know really is he a psychopath is he a killer uh what what is her deal as well 100 percent and mm. it's kind of left to just the interpretation yeah and just on that note like just thinking on that point is that i have forgotten about that line and i think that her being a tour guide then it's even more interesting because she knows the history quote unquote of the place yeah but pascal knows the secret history if you will yeah. of the place coming to you like again this reminded me a bit of the secret history actually the idea of like oh. the, like a uh, kind of weird like a mystery drama that is like set in a different uh genre than a mystery murder kind of thing yeah i know what you mean yeah with the classical influences as well yeah. of like taking like old texts and yeah. like bringing the themes into yeah and like people who are obsessed with that kind of idea as yeah. well yeah oh that's interesting mm, i like that reference uh what's your 
favorite thing? Um, probably Buckley. Like, I mean, she's just from the opening, like that scene from the, the very, very start. Whenever she's like looking at, in the mirror, and like the whole thing where she keeps like pulling the hairs out of her chin, and it's like it's so Boy, like the hairs on my chitty chin. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like so many, There's so many layers. Um, but yeah, I just it's Ricardo think. <laughs> Uh, I can imagine him always thinking like this. Um, yeah, I, 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 I just, I think she's, she's fantastic. Um, like incredibly watchable, but at the same time, like she's, she does kind of like draw you in with her face as well. She has a very like interesting kind of odd face. Like she's sort of like, and the way her kind of like her mouth is, the way it kind of like crinkles at the sides and everything. And yeah, I think it's a case of really like perfection and casting because you can imagine this film with like you know not a bad actor but just like a lesser performer and I I don't know like if it's that she's the kind of person that just sort of has on-screen chemistry with people in the way that you're saying that in Taboo that she's like loads of chemistry I don't know like if she's got the Emily Blunt thing of just being on actually another thing that's made me think of is um have you seen My Summer of Love yeah speaking of Emily Blunt yeah like I re- I love that movie as well um Patty Gonsadine as well but um yeah, someone like Emily Blunt who's just able to just she just vibes off people like Emily Blunt and like um, uh, the Adjustment Bureau and stuff like she's just every everyone she's ever against. It's people I wonder... that are usually great at improv. Yeah, because you're always reacting to the other person. And I think it's charisma in this case, so it's yeah, not even about the other I, people. I don't know because like screen charisma is such a mystery. Yeah, like it's. Because like there's such a difference between screen and real life, and some people manage it in both arenas. Yeah. But there's some people that just have it on screen, like I mean, like even people that just have such a screen presence that they can have, like not even like sexual chemistry, but just like dynamic with people. Yeah. And, like it's such a fascinating thing to see, and I wonder like as she goes along in her career now, like what, like where is she gonna go, like what? Yeah. Like, she's just fascinating. Like I, she's kind of she's kind of actor that I'd love to see on stage. And mm-hmm. him as well, because no, like having seen him in two very distinct things, and he's so good in both of them. Kind and of they're like, both very physical performances, yeah. which like on theater would be even yeah. like more heightened. I don't know if she's done theater, or I have no idea. Like, but... I, what were, who were the two actors? I can't remember now. But there was like the Danny Boyle. I think was it Danny Boyle. Danny Boyle did uh, Frankenstein. Yeah. And uh, he oh, had, yeah. uh, there was like one actor playing the monster and one actor playing the doctor. Mm. And every night they swap mm. roles. Yeah. It's and cool. it, it, like, uh, uh, yeah, that wasn't James McAvoy, was it? Yeah, it was James yeah. McAvoy, somebody else. And I thought that it was like that kind of like being able to be that great. Mm. Uh, like, and do both every yeah. alternate nights for yeah. weeks at a time. And yeah. like the physicality of uh, doing that, like a. Uh, I remember watching a, a really short play in a... I can't even remember the name. What the name of the actor is. One of those things that I regret not paying attention to when mm. I was in college. That I went to see... Everything it, I did in college. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 well, in a way, it made me the man that I am today. <laughs> a shadow. Uh, but, uh, I'm recruiting. The, uh, <laughs> that I... Um, that I saw this uh, short play like in the Dublin Theatre Festival in like 2009. Hmm. If anybody saw this play, please. There was about werewolf and there was like a werewolf transformation on stage. What? But there was actually no special effects. 
it was just the acting like the guy was like a contortionist or something oh. so Evie uh, Oddly like he, they had like the, the <laughs> they had the sound effects of like like his shoulder popping out wow. of place or whatever so when he turns into the wolf like he, they used lights and stuff like that oh that's so cool and it, it, it was like wow and I think that this cool. movie in a certain extent uses that kind of like mm. that it it reminded who was it um like yeah uh, sean connery in james bond that he mm. said that he mimicked his movements to a panther yeah like, pacing around that but i it think works, that, that is that yeah. kind of like animalistic kind of the uh like pascal moves like a fox yeah like slow and then fast so, but also like always kind of straight mm. and with purpose purpose but also like pre like there's a pre a plan mm. in, in his movement <clears throat> he's crafty yeah well i think that is no coincidence that so many hairs are used in links as mm -hmm. well that is like uh well for the hair and stuff like loads of like children's stories about mm. bunnies and she is that always she like then running. Kill, then she then kills one. Yeah, and yeah. she's also always running, and she's fast, and she goes from mm. zero to sixty, kind of you know that idea. But it's the, the idea of being like soft. But if anybody read fucking Watership Down, you know that they're <laughs> Oh god! Or watch the movie. Oh Jesus yeah. Christ. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, like I think that like that physicality would is be that your my, favorite thing. It would be, uh, I would say also that the director just has a fucking Wikipedia page. Yeah. Yeah. Come yeah. On, we should create right. one now for yeah, him. Yeah, because, yeah. like, I mean, it's it's not as if he came out of nowhere and made this movie. He's yeah. done a lot of stuff. He's a sizable enough He might create page, it and like, he'll just go and complain, like, who created this page? I didn't want that. Maybe he didn't want that. Yeah. Maybe he wants to. Take it down. Michael it's Pierce. Me. He mm. wants to say gray, like his writing. But I think I think that the, the the physicality and as well I think that the, this movie lives and dies by Jesse Buckley's yeah. performances. Like yeah. uh, one of those movies that I can a hundred percent imagine being in the room when they cast her. Yeah. That they go like, Oh, I was so worried that we wouldn't <laughs> find somebody <laughs> you know that like that you write oh, the hi. screenplay. Can and, you carry this entire movie? Thanks. <laughs> there you <Bye>. go. <laughs> Well, it could have been written mm. for her. You'd, we don't know. Yeah. No, you could have known sure. her. Yeah. And yeah. she wanted a breakthrough part because, like, say she did the TV show mm. and she wanted to something solo, which is worked out perfectly It's a pretty great yeah. project for an actor. Like, both of them really, to be fair. So, yeah. yeah. Like, it's one of those, like, great showcase moments mm. that they have, like, they're able to play, like, an incredible range. Yeah. Like, even Pascal, that, like, in other, in lesser movies, he... he you wouldn't feel for him a bit. Yeah. Like when they, she accuses him mm. the first time, that she's like, I love you. And you, mm. I was like, ah, oh, yes, yes, discount Michael Pitt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you talk to me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh he God. does look like him. Oh, my God, he does. He's British Michael Pitt. <laughs> what happened to Michael Pitt? Oh, yeah, he turned up in Hannibal and was terrible. Um, he was amazing. Oh, oh we could have had good, funny times. So annoying. Right, uh, least favorite things, uh, Alex. Well, I think we've kind of been through it mostly okay, by now. Okay, <laughs> It's uh, it's. I mean, we we talked about that the stories like. From, I mean, you kind of you picked up the policeman. I didn't mm. notice him so much, I guess. 
But yeah, like for me, like the stories don't fully check out and they could be more fleshed out. And like you say, there could be like too much like extra murders and things mm-hmm. that like just detract. And because they are not, these parts are not fleshed out, then you're just confused why are they in there at all. Yeah. So, yeah. And you're? I think probably the very ending. Because yeah. I think, I, yeah, like the idea of her killing him. See, I like what you were saying about the ambiguity of like, of her killing him, but you not because I like the idea of you not knowing whether or not he did it. Yeah. But I also like the idea of her killing him because in the end, it's about her and her yeah. darkness. So, yeah, it's just. It's what just about putting like two lines? On. If yeah. I think I would, I prefer ambiguity in general in the endings mm-hmm. like that. So n- not knowing whether she's gonna do it or not would yeah. be enough for me. Yeah. Thinking but- that there is a hint. Or there is a hint mm. what will happen to both of them, but something, but you don't... Well, what the movie it's on the screen. Sh- how yeah. the movie should be end- have ended is that both of them went and killed the sister. <laughs> <laughs> I-, I agree, yes. And the cop. Be and the cop. Yeah. Unexpected, but... It's and like the mother. The only fair way to end this is yeah. to kill the sister. Yeah. Burn the, the, down the... the pring- pring- oh, pring- these are red jeans now. <laughs> and and uh, just like run over the grass many times with a truck. I do love whenever she goes with the golf club and just yeah. is like ah! smashing the green. Oh, so yeah, good. but the budget didn't allow her to actually yeah, smack yeah, the yeah, green no. because they True. couldn't. Pay. I should notice that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Also, actually, no, sorry. This movie contained one of those tropes that like is in everything, and it seems like a good idea at the time, and then you watch it and you're like, that's so annoying. I see this in everything, which is people who are like dancing on a dance floor and you hear the like diegetic music of like the band or the DJ or whatever and then it just cuts to like silence and then the soundtrack of the people dancing. Oh yeah. Yes. I, that is in fucking everything and I'm just like, okay, we're over that now. We get it. They're in their own little world. You so. know what this movie is? <laughs> a, 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 a less terrible Lars von Trier's movie. <laughs> Oh, that's such a compliment. But it is. It's, it's like <laughs> no, it is a compliment. I Lars. But like, uh, just go away, go away. Yeah, like I bye think bye. I think my biggest problem with the movie, like my least favorite thing, is probably the ending thing. But like my issue with the cop, I I think that maybe it's not even performance wise. Mm. I think it's maybe cliche casting because it's like the cop uh, character, like yeah. in every single the cop British the thing. cop things are the things that don't hold. Yeah, but even like him as not particularly doing like uh, an amazing job on those parts but he really kills it in that scene oh as you that mentioned. scene is so good but i think that like he's cast like every time that they cast like a small town cop in a mm. british tv show or movie except they get like that face except yeah but even but, like but they do in Hot Fuzz, and that's why it's great <laughs> yeah but like Hot Fuzz, uh, it works because it's making you know that unless you have like line of duty of that like is actually, yeah. things. but is it that's the thing is that it, it goes in but it, it, it's hard not it, it's like when they cast the every cop in america in the 80s was like mm-hmm. fucking square jawed <laughs> like <laughs> big bosses, whatever um okay well uh <laughs> on that note <laughs> that was beast Thank you, Ricardo. Thank, Thank you, you so Alex. much, Alex, for coming. Yeah, it was Thank a pleasure as always. Yeah, no, I was very glad. Never was like you said. There's like, oh, Alex, I seen it. Oh yeah, like I remember that she mentioned that uh, uh, it was something. I think that, he said that to me immediately yeah. because I asked. I was like, if you see it, I was like, excellent. So um, it's like, yeah, uh, sort of work in the finals. 
You can find us on Facebook, The Recommendation Game, on Twitter at The Rec Game. You can email us at therecommendationgame at gmail.com. You can find us on Dublin Digital Radio on Mondays at 11 till 12. And you can also find us on the Dublin Digital Radio Mixcloud. And you can donate to Dublin Digital Radio and all the great things that they do on their Patreon. Next week's film is Ricardo's pick. Yes, uh, it's uh, the Sam Neill starring movie, uh, Possession. We watched Jurassic Park the other day. Oh, this is a very different movie. Aww. Really? With a title like Possession? Well, okay then. No dinosaurs. Until then, I will be a very disappointed Ornithus. Dun 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 dun, I am Ricardo TK. We're getting a copyright strike. Dun, dun, dun. What? <laughs> <laughs>